What up, everybody? What is good? Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. This is Season 2, Episode 74, Now I'm your host, California Cow, one of the cool Californians left in this state, and I have to say that because uh, there's a lot of us who've gone whacked out, and now identify as professional nouns. So, in that case, I would like to be uh, recognized as, my pronouns are coffee and cup, because if you do not address me as coffee and cup, you my friend, are a bigot. So what up, everybody? Welcome to Bigot Land. <laughs> this is the Damn Dude Podcast, where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. This show exists to help educate, entertain, and make an impact on the different contexts and perspectives we have in life. Because I truly believe that the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives, the easier, doper, and more fun life is. It's just easier to navigate when we have more understandings and more perspectives and more context under our belts, right? I feel like it's kind of taking the life lessons that others have learned, as well as the lessons we have learned, and putting them out there so others can learn from them and fast forward and use that as a platform to step up quicker, right? Because it's like, not till you know something is possible or exists, that it becomes possible for you. Like, what is it? Is it the four minute mile? I want to say it's the four minute mile. It was impossible to run a mile in under four minutes or five minutes or something for like years. And then somebody did it and everyone's like, oh my God, like you're going to die, blah, blah, blah. And then since that happened, because other people knew that that was a context they could live into, they knew it was a perspective they could have. They now, people are able to do this all the time. And it was considered impossible, and they said you would literally die if you did it. And that was a limiting belief, because we didn't have access to that context of, oh, shit, okay, you can do that. Coffee cup can do that. Coffee cup can run a four-minute mile. <laughs> he, she, they, right? Can run a four-minute mile. It's possible. So that's why the show exists, because it's really just to help that, spread that, grow that, and it's like, Dude, the more access we have to these dope conversations and to dope ideas, the easier fucking life is, you guys. So, hope you guys have been having a dope-ass week. It's been a cool-ass weekend this weekend. In San Diego, it's been fucking humid and raining and, like, cloudy, on and off rain. When we say rain, it's not really rain. It's just, like, kind of drizzling, and then everybody just starts crashing. Um, And I'm not exaggerating. Like, (laughs) if you come and drive in San Diego in what we call rain it's literally just like the floor is a little bit wet and people are just crashing everywhere like like for reals there's accidents on every single freeway when it rains there's accidents on fucking damn near every major road it's bad like i don't know what people start doing like i think they think they can drive their car the same as if it wasn't raining like you almost can but you gotta like stop a little differently you got to accelerate a little differently you got to take your turns a little differently you can't just drive it the fucking same as if there's not slippery shit all over the floor you know what i'm saying (laughs) like dude if if it ever rained in san diego count like in the city of san diego we'd be fucked dude there'd be cars in buildings and cars on curbs and like only a hand a handful of motherfuckers who know how to like drive or have four-wheel drive vehicles would survive basically (laughs) like we wouldn't even know what to do 
like the city's not built for it. We have this little bit of rain and we all fucking freak out and everyone starts crashing and all this shit. So speaking of which, my fucking car broke down two days ago. I want to say it's like a fuel filter or fuel pump sort of issue. It seems as if it's the truck is not getting fuel somewhere. Um, so yeah, I need to get that handled, but just taking a step back real quick. I want to say happy birthdays this month to my grandma, my little sister, my dad, and my mom. Happy birthday, everybody. Um, out of all of them, just my mom and my dad are alive still, but you know what? It's just crazy to think, dude, my sister would be 32 years old and that's a trip, dude, because I don't even feel like I'm older than 32. So my little sister passed away right before she was two years old and it's just crazy to think that she would potentially be fucking 32 years old now. Like, that's crazy, dude. Time goes by so fast, you know? And then my grandma's, it was her birthday, I think on the second, um, my dad's on the fourth, my sister on the fifth, my mom on the 12th is today. Happy birthday, Judo. Um, yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. So there's a lot of birthdays and there's more birthdays. I think I got some, I think my uncle Arthur's later birthdays later this year, or this year, this month as well. Um, yeah, it's a lot of birthdays in my family's month in September. But, um, yeah, happy birthday to those guys. I don't know if you guys are going to listen to the show. My mom might. Sometimes my dad tunes in here and there. Uh, yeah. But anyway, happy birthday, guys. And like I was saying, my car broke down. I seem to somehow have really good luck with cars breaking down. I seem to be able to have them break down in, like, spots that are safe and convenient somehow. Uh, like my car broke down around the house from my corner and it just shut off and I was like, fuck, and it's not throwing a check engine light, nothing like that either. So it's kind of wacky, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> my car breaks down at the light. It won't fucking turn on. And I'm like, fuck, it's just turning over, turning over, turning over, no fire, no spark. I'm like, fuck dude. So I go and jump out of the car and I just start pushing my car you know, to the, across the street to the next light. And it's at like a main intersection. And I just jump out and it's like, fortunately, it was just enough downhill for me to push my car and run with it and get enough momentum to push it up to the spot I needed it to. And, uh, I get out and I'm like, fuck. And I happen to start my car. I happened to get it to start again. And then I drive it like a couple feet and then I drive it and there happens to be a parking space like open for me. And I was like, no way. And it's in the spot where there's never any fucking parking. So I, it all just kind of like added up. And I got really lucky that I was able to park where I was able to park um, for where my car broke down. And like I said, I don't know if it's good luck. I, no, it is good luck. Like if you have your car break down and it's somewhere sketchy, like on the freeway or something like fuck that, dude. Um, And I've had my car break on the freeway and I've been able to pull over safely and whatever. But like. That shit is a real danger, dude, you know, so you got to be careful. Um, So, yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. But at the same time, I'm like kind of not tripping too much because I'm fortunately in a business group called Le Tip and 
there's somebody for every category of something I would need in life, basically. So it's like, my car breaks down, we got a mechanic in the group. And these are people who have been vetted and trusted for years. So it's like, I just get to go see the homie Armando at European Auto Center up in Poway. And he's been there for fucking like damn near 30 years or something like that now. So I'm gonna, I gotta go take my car to him, um, get that handled. And it just feels cool to be able to have a team of people who like have my back, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel good. It feels good to have this huge team of network and resources who've all been vetted and trusted by all these other people. And they're kind of like, okay, yeah, this guy's sick as fuck now. Um, and plus the community feels so too, you know? So I'm like, all right, hell yeah. So it's kind of cool having this whole team of people behind me to be able to do this. So I'm looking at this in different ways. Like, dang, I need to assemble my own personal team. Like it's dope to have all these resources, you know, like, I guess that's why they say your net, your network is your net worth. It's like kind of more so who you know, rather than like who you know is more valuable than your actual like abilities to make money on your own because you can't make money without other people involved. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's kind of interesting that the more we expand our network, the more you get hooked up and the more you have access to trustworthy people. So I just want you guys to know if you guys need somebody who's a fucking handyman, a car guy, a fucking, a painter, a fucking solar guy, a car detailer, a financial investor, a a senior care for, you know, for old people, for old folks, um, stuff like that. Like I have got the people for you. So who we do need is somebody who's got a restaurant. We need a plumber. And we need a uh, carpet cleaning business, an ornamental iron welder. Somebody's requesting that. Um, and just whatever other random categories. You know, we've got lawyers in the group. We've got all sorts of stuff like that. So it's pretty dope. So if you need somebody who's trusted to do something for you, I got an AC guy. I got a fucking uh, people who build ADUs in your backyard. Whatever the, you know what I'm saying? I got some really solid ass resources from this group. So, and I pay a lot of money to be in it every, every year. Um, so it's, you know, it's some good shit. Um, dentist, orthodontist, chiropractor. Ooh, my chiropractor's good. Shout out Dr. Mark. Um, yeah. So it feels good to know a guy. And that's why at the end of the shows, we say tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your best friends, cousins, uncles, whatever, because the word of mouth is the strongest, dopest thing. It's like, yo, I got somebody who's solid. And you got somebody who you love and trust who can vouch for that. That's some good shit. You feel good referring your business to them. Um, your business is appreciated. It sucks when it's like, somebody's like, yeah, I got a sick ass place. I got the guy, blah, blah, blah. And you go and like, they don't appreciate your work. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit sucks. Or I'm sorry, they don't appreciate your, your, your business. And then in turn, you don't appreciate the work as much. So it's like when you have somebody who shows up and done it, doesn't appreciate uh, your business, it's kind of like, fuck, man, it, it makes it shitty, kind of shitty feeling. You know what I'm saying? So it's really cool when you can have trusted word of mouth source come to you and there's that trust and there's that appreciation back and forth. you like... I'm getting, whether you're getting a good deal or not, you're getting good service. And that matters more than getting a good deal. 
Because it it's kind of comes to like this well quantity over quality thing, you know. It's like, would you rather have one pair of like nice ass glasses or a hundred pair that breaks every day? And there's a big difference, you know what I'm saying? It's like, or if you want a car, would you rather have a whole ton of cheap ass cars that don't that break all the time, or like one solid ass reliable car? Like, I'll take the reliable shit. Like some people, for whatever reason, will take the quantity, but dude, quality is where it's at, through and through. So. I looked at that and I'm like, dude, I need to learn to build a team. I'm just like, something is so stuck in me. I don't know what it is that's preventing me from building a team. I don't, I, I need to figure out what this block is. Um, But dude, like, I was just thinking like, man, seeing my grandpa get old, we've been visiting my grandpa these last couple weekends and he's not doing so good. Uh, my Chinese grandpa unfortunately it's a bummer man he was a fucking g dude like uh, uh man i i could do like i'll do an episode where i talk about my grandpa a lot because he i'm so sad that i'm not wasn't able to get an interview with him because now he's kind of too old and out of it to be able to like hold a steady conversation he'll ask like repeating questions and stuff like that and like oh who's this again who's that and it takes him a while to remember people so i'm like fuck man he had the best fucking stories and the best fucking life that you could live like i don't know about the best but a fucking fascinating ass one where it's like wow like you did what (laughs) like he's a big deal in this world without him a lot of people wouldn't be thriving wouldn't be existing wouldn't have fun wouldn't have the vacations that they have like on a in a major way in a big ass scale so i'm just looking at it and it's like damn my grandpa has a ton of kids dude like my dad to hold on let me count this out real quick One, two, three. uh so my grandpa has six kids five boys one girl and these are all my my dad my uncles and my aunt um so it's like crazy because he's old as fuck now and he can't take care of himself he can't feed himself he can't go to the bathroom like he needs to be fully cared for and just thinking it's like I see all my uncles and everybody come up and my dad and whoever all come up and like help take care of him and stuff I'm like holy shit dude like the other day I was jo- or like the other week I was joking with my brother like dude there's not enough of us to take care of dad when he's old as fuck and we gotta wipe his ass and change his diapers like fuck <laughs> like <laughs> so like I don't know we're kind of just joking but it's like dude to have people that you care about and love be able to take care of you when you're old as fuck and you put enough good in this world where people want to take care of you like you've been that big of a contribution to people's lives that's the shit man that's the life i'm trying to live like i want to live so dope to where people are happy to take care of me when i need it when i'm old as fuck or i'm injured or i'm whatever right because dude like that's a big deal, man, you know what I'm saying, like, fuck, dude, you get old, and you get lonely, people seemingly stop caring about you, because you stop contributing, and you stop being the guy, or the woman, you know what I'm saying, and you're like, you're just old, and you can't take care of yourself, like, fuck, man, that's, that sucks, that's rough, you know, um, so I'm just thinking, dude, like, fuck, I want to have a gang of kids, not just for that, but it's like, it just, I don't know, man, having more kids would be sick as fuck, dude, like, I just thinking of that, like, yeah, I got two, but I wouldn't mind having some more, you know what I mean, 
I need to find the, the means to make that happen so I can afford to raise kids healthily and I'm not struggling and this whole thing, you know, um, like taking, handling my damn self first, figuring out how to get through winter times, <laughs> making money and shit, you know, that's the tricky part. So I'm going to transform that. And for those of you guys, if you guys know any older folks, this is something kind of crazy. I want to tr- kind of start transitioning uh, in the wintertime to teaching adults. That's what I think I want to do is teaching adults in the wintertime and focus on babies in the summertime. I think that's the magic recipe. So if you guys know how to access older people who are afraid of the water, because let me tell you this, think about your mom, your dad, your uncle, your your aunt, your cousins, whoever. The statistic is about 50% of adults in this world do not know how to swim and are actively afraid of the water. Damn, dude. That's crazy. That's like That means half the adults in this world, on average half of the adults in this world, are afraid of the majority of the world. The majority of the world is water. And to be afraid, that afraid of it, dude, that sucks. And I can help adults overcome those fears. Whether they want to do full-on swimming or not, that's up to them. But I can help them overcome their fears in the water. And a lot of it is as simple as learning how to breathe correctly. And a lot of it is having somebody literally hold your hands to help you dip your face in the water. Some of it is literally to just walk you through it, let you know it's okay. See the example, be the example, and stand with you in your fears and help you overcome and unlock that. Because once you overcome your greatest fears in life, like what else is possible? So can you imagine being 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, and having your greatest lifelong fears unlocked? That's what I can do. I could do that for you guys. I could do that for people. I could do that for your family members. So that's my specialty. Um, And if, if you guys know how to access lots of people and who fit that description, please let me know because I would love to help them out and help them overcome their lifelong fears. Um, I've only had out of all the couple, several hundred adults I've ever taught in my life, only a handful of them have not cried during their swim lesson. And that's because it's such a deep, impactful uh, experience for them. They're facing their lifelong fear. Like how old are you? Have you faced your lifelong fear? What is your lifelong fear? Have you even identified it? You know, so a lot of people, their lifelong fear is swimming, getting their face wet, going in the water. I remember what it was like to be afraid to swim. I was 13 when I learned to swim. I was 12 or 13. So I can literally remember what it's like to be afraid. You know what I'm saying? So I have a special talent where I can help these people out. And that's what I plan on doing and I want to do and I will do because I believe in that. So I need you guys to help me out. Spread that word. Obviously, I can still help your babies. But I want to focus on some of the older people, uh, especially in the winter times. That's I think that's my jam here. But uh, like I said, and this just has to do with having a trusted source, a trusted resource who can contribute in the way that you want. And that is helpful and beneficial to your life or your family's life. You know what I'm saying? So and it's fucking cool to be able to have somebody just help care for you when you're older, you know, Um damn dude yeah so next thing on the list here well i guess in my brain and on the notes is uh dude so just to keep you guys updated i was doing potty training with my youngest royal and dude it's been going really really fucking well like shockingly well um he's been he's just been on it dude like i can't even wrap my mind around it how good he's been doing and how fun he's been having like i said for those of you if you guys have 
two, three-year-olds, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, maybe even four-year-olds, um, technically royal special needs, like, I, I don't like that, but sometimes it's necessary to say, and that is kind of a reason why his mom was trying to put it off, because this and that and all these reasons, I was like, no, he's ready, he could do this, so the secret is, parents, or if you got family or whoever who's going through it, set a timer every 10 minutes and have a reward ready for every time they sit, let them sit and count the length of the alphabet, let them sit on the toilet and count the length of whatever numbers or song or whatever, just whatever period of time, distract them long enough just to sit there for at least like 20 seconds or so, and then let them up, and just keep doing that over and over and over and over and over and over and over, the biggest struggle was getting Roll to not wear his diaper at first, because he's like, no, this is my diaper, this is what I'm supposed to wear, and he was just like freaking about it, but once the kid cries for like 10 minutes over something, they get over it, like, you know what I'm saying, so it's up to you to be strong and not cave, but like, the 10 minute timer every 10 minutes, and then once that happened, it was like, treat, treat, you get a candy, you know, looking back, I would probably use stamps and stickers more than as much candy as I use, but it's okay, um, and it just created that incentive, I would have grand prizes for when he actually goes to the toilet, he, I would get him toy motorcycles, which he loves, when he actually peed in the toilet, if he took a shit in the toilet, boom, I got him this huge, like, not drum set, but this huge drum with all these instruments and stuff, he loves drums, uh, so it was really cool, he felt really rewarded, he felt proud of himself, when we were at my grandpa's, he went pee in the toilet, and he showed my brother, he calls my brother Sok Sok, that means uncle in Chinese, he's like, Sok Sok, look, 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 yes, yes, and he's like showing his pee off and stuff, we're like, yes, so cool, so it's been going well, it's been over, it's been a week now, a week and a day, I guess, and, uh, well, a couple days over a week, actually, a week and a couple days, and he's pretty much got it, like, we went out to eat, he didn't pee himself, we went out and did different things, he didn't pee himself, we just take the potty in the to in the car, if I know I'm gonna be gone for, like, more than an hour or something, and I'll just have him sit in the back seat, but now, rather than every 10 minutes, like, maybe every 30 minutes or hour, I just ask him, hey, you go pee-pee, you go pee-pee, and usually he's like, no, and I'm like, well, just say no, not now, <laughs> but, um, excuse me, yeah, so it's been going good, so, and then he'll run up and be like, I gotta, he'll run up and just go poo-poos, and I'm like, okay, here, and then take him to the toilet and go sit, and, like, a lot of times he'll go sit on the toilet all by himself now, it's fucking cool, and he gets up and celebrates, and he goes, yes, and he gives high fives and hugs, and he, like, shakes his head with a smile, and he's so proud of himself, it's the cutest shit ever, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's fucking dope, so the potty training's been going well, um, and then lastly, dude, all so 9-11 happened. That's a big deal in America. I've got a lot of mixed feelings about 9-11. Um, first off, you know, much love and rest in peace to all the victims of it, all the people who suffered and all that. My family was affected by it, too, in different ways. Um, you know, my cousin was supposed to be was supposed to be back to work like a day or two before 9-11 happened, but she took an extra, like, couple days or week of maternity leave for when she was having her baby, and she was supposed to be in that building and happened to not be because she took the extra days when uh, the planes hit, right, or when the towers went down, so it's crazy, dude, that's super crazy, and I know a lot of people who personally, who've lost people who knew, who they knew, and all of this, and people with strong connections to New York and all that, 
at the same time, we look at this and it's like, dude, there was some fuckery for sure with that whole thing. The way that if you if you Google Building 7, it's like you it just kind of goes in this whole thing. Now, this is something I'm confused about. I don't know how there's seven buildings or why it's called Building 7, but I do know that that motherfucker collapsed all the fuck on its own. Like, it looked like there was bombs put in the shit. Uh... I don't know if I needed to do that. I accidentally just turned the recording off. Um, but yeah, it looked like there was bombs, like demolition bombs, like the same way, like you just see it just like, like collapse just the same way that they do when they, when they tear down a building. Um, like it's, it, it wasn't an airplane that just fucking melted the steel beams and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can go deep in the conspiracies, but the thing is, it's not necessarily conspiracy at this point because there's so much evidence of the fuckery that happened. But what happened is like we're going, it's like we're almost not allowed to talk about it in certain ways because of the loss that occurred and how emotionally attached to it people are. And I think that's the same thing with all this Rona shit and all the people just dying instantly. It's like because it's so sad, we're not allowed to talk about it. But if we talk about it, you seem insensitive or crazy. And it's like, no, like, what do you mean? Did they die with or of the Rona? There's a big fucking difference. Oh, you're conspiracy. It's like, motherfucker, these are valid questions. Like, I want to know how my people died. Don't you? You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. So I can go down this whole rabbit hole and it's like, maybe better. I don't, I don't know, but it's something to think about. And I remember where I was on 9-11. I was in high school. I want to say I was in 10th grade. My girlfriend broke up with me that morning or the night before, and I was pissed as fuck. And I remember it was like the worst day I ever had. And me and, and I want to say it was a Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember going to school late that day. And there was like one Wednesday of the month or something where you go to school late because the teacher's at a staff meeting or some shit. But I remember sitting there with my friend Skins in front of 7-Eleven and I wrote on the wall, 9-11, worst day ever. And then we go to school and we find out that the, the towers got blown up and all this. And we're like, yo, like, this is the worst day for a lot of people. Like, holy fuck. And we didn't realize how severe it was at the time, you know, and then shit just kept going on. And we're like, whoa. And then you see all of our teachers start reacting. And then kind of like after school, you go to the store, you see people kind of got a whole different tone. And you're just like, damn, like something major fucking happened, you know what I mean, this is kind of crazy, um, but yeah, I remember that's where I was, um, yeah, it was just a trip, that day was just such a blur, I remember being in that, like, state where I was so emotionally hurt, it was like, my body was, like, my whole body was, like, tingly and fuzzy, trying to, like, I don't know, protect itself and just fucking survive through the day, basically, you know, um, yeah, crazy shit, man, but dude, you guys, I gotta get ready for work, it is time, um, some of you may have gotten your stickers already, and your, your merch, but, uh, if you haven't, whoa, (laughs) I keep accidentally pressing buttons, (laughs) so Asian, um, yeah, I will be sending yours out too, if I haven't soon, I've just been lagging, I got a lot of paperwork stuff to catch up on, so, hope you guys have a beautiful day, enjoy yourself, if you're in San Diego, stay, I don't know if it's cool or warm or dry because this weather's fucking weird. It's dark. It says it's raining and it says it's going to be 90. So (laughs) we fucking entered Hawaii, I guess. Um, Yeah, it's quite a trip. But you guys be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a best friend's cousins, uncles, teachers, best friends, transphobic, homophobic, pro-gay, pro-
trans, anti GT, but pro LB. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking shit. But make sure you tell somebody about the show because it can help. I keep accidentally pressing shit. It can help educate, entertain, or make an impact on somebody's life to where it changes their world, changes their conversations, and changes the thoughts that they have in a positive way, not on some weirdo shit. <laughs> Uh, also, please, please be start. Please be sure to go leave a five star written review, Apple iTunes podcast, whatever you want to call it. We appreciate it. It matters the most there. It helps our listen score go up uh, and our rank on listen notes help us get above a top 10 percent podcast in this world of all time out of nearly three million. Yeah. Hope you guys have a beautiful day. I appreciate you guys. Uh, share the show. Tag us. All that good shit. Have a beautiful Damn, day. Dude. Much love, guys. Peace. Damn. Damn, dude.